0: On this week's episode of Blown Pixel, we talk AOL, Google Fi, and drones. This is Blown Pixel, episode 10.
1: was our goal to you rave remember (laughs) remember we said that if we made it 10 episodes of of blown pixel it'd be a success what do you do you feel good about yourself i feel fantastic
0: feel fantastic never be (laughs) more alive
1: (laughs) yeah look at that
0: beard man i i know that that would actually be uh the science of the videos is just seeing it grow each week that we should do that why don't we do that? that i think that well We now have a new project.
1: Well, let's get a GoPro. (laughs) I need to videotape your home.
0: So for those that don't know, this is Blown Pixel, where we talk about tech, culture, the Midwest, other things and stuff.
1: I am T-Rave, broadcasting from Omaha, Nebraska. And I am Cody Beasley, here in Kansas City, along with, uh, actually, a guest who's been on our show before. The first before. guest, the first and only guest that has ever been on <laughs> Pixel, is now
0: our second guest. And still only guest. <laughs> and, and still only guest.
2: And in higher fidelity this time.
0: Yes. 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 Yeah, so we just got out of uh, Big Omaha, and for those that do not know what Big Omaha is, it's probably one of the biggest conferences uh, in the Midwest that takes place roughly this, this time of year. Every year, uh, for the last seven years or so, uh, this was the seventh year. Um, opening party... All the parties were as fun as usual, um, but it was the first big Omaha after kind of the hands shifted uh, with Silicon Prairie News. And so uh, that just finished up. Um, in the startup world of Omaha, uh, Bulu Box uh, just raised $1.5 million, so uh, congratulations to them. Uh, I just read up a quick snippet. Uh, I believe they allow you to sample uh, vitamins,
1: Yep, I think that's right. And some but we kind could of be, like, kind of we could be completely signed, like... wrong too. <laughs> None of us are researchers. Yeah, no, no. But
0: they raised one point five in Omaha. Congratulations, guys! That's so.
1: nothing to shake a stick at. That that's pretty cool.
0: Kansas City, what's happening uh, down in that that
1: area? Okay, so um, Chad and I are actually part of the same company. So um, we have a fantasy football startup uh, called Edge Up Sports um and we just came back from new york i did chad was, I was cheering us new on york. from from casey <laughs> and uh we got back from the um uh, world of watson conference uh so that's very cool so we we get to play around watson and uh we went to the conference to check all that stuff out and we made a, a presentation on a panel there and, and it was fun stuff um watson's being used for all of, like cancer research and all this stuff and we're we actually spoke fantasy.
0: about watson in probably like episode two or three we did we yeah, did
1: four. i i had a, a a secret in on on that conversation that i couldn't quite talk about at that time but yes it's it's been
2: fun stuff suffice it to say we got to play around with it for a little while
1: yeah yeah so anyway yep yeah, we just got back from that so that's pretty fun um both you and i have been traveling a lot haven't we t Ray?
0: Uh, yeah for the most part uh, I jump on a plane uh, around noon tomorrow to head to Portland Maine uh, and I have a good feeling I'm gonna fall in love with this the town the, the city um, not not
1: Portland Oregon
0: not Portland Oregon I've yet to go to that Portland which is funny that I'd go to the main one first but that's a play on words
1: I think there's a Double lot on, there's a lot. of trying there. well okay so stuff that's happening in kansas city um i know today uh i think it was live casey was that they they had had them at barney ellis yeah um so i know that they're trying to bring some uh you know some recreational sports uh some adult leagues that sort of stuff to kind of the urban core to get more people involved and excited about Uh, living downtown and having some fun activities to do and barney alice is a great location that just has been underutilized for a long time so i think they're putting up some food trucks you know uh, we've had some food truck rallies in the crossroads and now they're running Mm -hmm. into barney alice and uh i think there's actually some cool plans to build out that entire plaza into some really cool stuff Um, open so. yeah so that should be really fun uh the real estate again is continuing to boom some cool stuff is is getting built what, out. One light, they poured the, the last. Yeah, the last, last week. floor of one light <laughs> just got poured. It's one of our big luxury apartments that's coming in, um, and uh, then towards the end of the year, blown pixel will be recorded from there. That's where my <laughs> new apartment is. Fun, fun, swanky stuff. Uh, and then I wanted to move into some of our news too. What uh, I was on the on the docket here? Startland. Um, so that's, that's a new, uh, I guess, news organization, um, kind of taking the reins, certainly in Kansas city, um, the Midwest entirely, right? Is that, is that, correct?
0: uh, I think from the snippet they give, it's mostly Kansas city, uh, oh. centric. Uh, so yeah,
1: so. the new acquisition, uh, or the recent acquisition, of Silicon Prairie news kind of left, uh, I guess, Kansas city a little underserved. Um, And so there's lots of startup activity, a lot of cool stuff happening. And so Startland has has started (laughs) to to take advantage of uh, or to become our kind of representative in that space. So that's some very cool stuff.
0: Maker Faire is coming up for kansas yeah, city yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that's uh, in uh,
1: like june ish like late june is that I-, it? I
0: believe middle middle june um and then uh 18th street fashion show is coming up in ah, uh two yes weeks. two three weeks yeah so um yeah. that that's going on as well he's omaha
2: and yet this is all
0: kansas city yeah, stuff right? he's telling I no us idea about what's happening in omaha <laughs> not at all just just disconnected <laughs> as much as can be
1: you <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is our jobs on this show <laughs> And for the, all you uh,
0: Watching and listening uh, We now have these shows in podcast
1: form yes. You can listen yes. to it on Stitcher So we're, we're I did I didn't want to mention that We're on Stitcher now We're on SoundCloud uh, So if you don't want to look at our ugly faces On video for a long time Which I understand is quite
0: You will the, miss out on a good beard though you will. That's a glorious beard. It's too
1: good. Beards. Yeah. Well, Chad does have a pretty good beard. I suck. Yeah. No,
0: that's all. That's all. You've just get been getting
1: going, week, though. No. Right. Yeah. Not. Every I week. have none of that. I'm. I'm so jealous <laughs> of you guys. I. Uh, I just can't deal with. It. Anyway. So anyway, there you go. You can podcast this. That's like the longest intro we've ever done. It's eh, appropriate. This is an anniversary episode.
0: Yeah, we we've, yeah. we've been off a few a few weeks, uh, but that was good. Hopefully, uh, good information for all you locals uh, around. And so, uh, how about we we jump into it? Yeah. Uh, top of the list, Verizon buying AOL. Yes. For yes. For four point four billion dollars.
1: Is it four point 4, four? Four point Whoa. four billion. That's a lot of. That's a big B, man. That's a. Big B. So be honest, T. rib Did you know AOL even existed anymore? <laughs> I, I like I did.
0: Like, and, and that's. That, I mean, that's the funny thing about it. Uh, is like, yeah, they they exist as solely as uh, web news sites. I thought they were
1: like a, an ad platform. Is that right? Uh,
0: I, I think holdings. they do have an ad platform. Uh, what I was quickly reading was that like, though they, they have that, they don't stack up to Google or Facebook, but sure. the entities that they do own uh, do stack up there. Because uh, Huffington Post is mm. under AOL. TechCrunch and Engadget wow. are the big ones yeah, that I, like, we probably see uh, you know, through a a f- our stream. So, yeah, like, those are, like, I didn't realize AOL sources. owned them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, like, yeah, they kind of shifted. I think you know, uh, year like a couple years ago, seven years ago, somewhere in that of like actually acquiring big news pieces of the internet. Um, So, it this is an interesting acquisition, I guess. I I, like I, whatever is. I mean, it's
1: got to be like basically a parent company at this point. Yeah, it doesn't have the direct. I mean, how many people have a- do people still have AOL? They do
0: are, yeah, there are addresses. people. Yes. So there's like huge there's actually a lot that just never canceled dial up and wow. like still kind of have wow. it. You know, probably the older generations. Uh, this
1: this tells us how much out of touch we are. I feel like we don't even know. We don't even know at all, T-Rave, what actually happens in the
0: world. No, not at all. So, outside of that, their services, I I don't know. I know a couple years ago I actually downloaded the AOL browser. It wasn't terrible.
1: So the question is, why did Verizon buy them? I suppose. I mean, that's. I I know that you know Comcast bought NBC. So this is this isn't exactly unprecedented that a content provider uh, would, or sorry, that a wireless or a a telecom would buy a content. An ISP at the the
0: end of the day. I mean, Verizon has you know a big stake in ISP, so. Right, uh, right, right. And but yeah, what, still kind of the same thing.
2: They might be trying to get in the content game, but I'm curious if there is like some amount of infrastructure that AOL does own. Because um, I don't know what their hard properties are. You know, we've always just associated them with, with internet connections and some form of content. I mean, they could be getting in the content game or there could be other pieces to the acquisition that
1: I mean, know, I'm just not aware of. The stuff that I was reading was was primarily ad based. Um, but I mean, when you brought up that they owned all these other news platforms, it, it was news to me. Yeah. Well,
0: not only are those huge news platforms, but they are also huge traffic sites that that advertising right. fits in. So right, uh, right, right. right. I, I, so you maybe know, that's I, for us to think. You know, AOL as an ISP, and then be like, oh, they do own news. Verizon as an ISP wireless provider now buying a news site. I mean, right, right, uh, right. essentially is is kind of the way of the internet of on this one, I believe.
1: Weird, though. Definitely a weird one. The next project that we've got is uh, Google's Project 5. And, uh, of course, T-Rave, do you have a Nexus 6?
0: Uh, I, I chose to opt out of not buying a Nexus 6 at this time. But oh, you do.
2: Oh, but you do. So, Oh, look at own that. One. Uh-huh. But
1: look several at
2: times it. tonight, he's tried to pick up my phone. Yeah, they and look, look things the
1: same. Up. There's a, here's take your phone. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, so um, for folks that don't under uh, to don't know what Google Fi is, it's basically uh, a way for Google to um, take advantage of. What is it? Sprint and T-Mobile is that? Yeah,
0: so so they're like kind of uh, uh, piggybacking off of Sprint and T-Mobile's uh, kind of wireless infrastructure to provide mm-hmm. service solely for Nexus Six devices. Right. Uh, it's and it's not uh, you know it's it's kind of beta, not beta, but private right now. Yeah, it's uh, just to, to the Nexus
1: Six owners, and it basically gives you the ability to use Voiceover IP. Using Hangouts and uh, Google Voice and all these other technologies, basically, it becomes your wireless service.
0: Yeah, and and, and that I mean that's exactly it is like Voice over IP, uh, uh, using that data from those two carriers as well as uh, Wi-Fi. That's like kind of like the trifecta of it is you you can use Sprint, T-Mobile, and Wi-Fi to make right. these these to increase calls. Increase your
1: coverage. That. These are both the. Um, I guess it's Verizon and AT&T at the top of the ISP pool, right? So these are the two minor players of the top four. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're always shifting back and forth that I, I can't keep a hold of. Um, uh, but... Yeah, like, uh, so Sprint was kind of in talks of acquiring T-Mobile. And then, you know, if you actually look at it, I mean, this was kind of years ago and kind of gets brought up once uh, once or twice. But for those that don't know, because I actually just found this out, Nexus actually has the CDMA and GSM yep. part, both but bands, all built into yeah. one phone. Yeah. So it
1: can utilize both networks. Yeah, right. So, so yeah, and that's the common trend on most phones being made now, um, yeah. is dual band support. Uh, so, because it's just easier, uh, to not have to make custom hardware for each phone coming through, and it seems like wireless carriers are, uh, getting less and less control, or maybe they don't want the control anymore, uh, to kind of have their I think, I think it's it.
0: back and forth. I mean, I think for us, we kind of see it like that, um, but, like, so I have, uh, the, the Motorola Droid Turbo, mm-hmm. which is exclusive to Verizon,
1: Right.
0: Uh, in America, and so, like, I think it's kind of like either exclusivity or yeah, everyone has it, like, you know, that type of weird thing because, like, every carrier now has like iPhone. Um, so,
1: right, right, uh, so it, it seems like you just don't have the exclusivity that you used to have, yeah, with these providers. And it sounds like it's been an easier job for manufacturers to be able to just ship one device. Probably just the components are so inexpensive now they can just pop it in
0: there. Our next two pieces are drone centric, but yeah, jumping yeah. into it, uh, the age of drone vandalism begins with an epic uh, New York City tag, and basically it's a it's a drone uh, that just flies up and sprays across this huge like if you're if you're not familiar with New York they are or you know like how their signage is it's like full buildings it's very grandeur like in your face and this one is like some kind of like you know model uh fashion line or something and like yeah. they didn't do anything like they say epic and you're like whoa what it was they literally it was i like saw just it, it just
1: smeared <laughs> yeah, it's literally just they turned Spray the can, can. on and it was like <laughs> and so
0: yeah they, they and there's a video out there that uh actually shows it and i believe it's at night and they just kind of fly it up Spray it around and and like I showed it to someone in the office and we all just kind of like, of course, of, of course. course, FCC cracks down and then people start graffitiing and you know, it's time for this. This it's, is it's, this,
1: it's time. This is our now. This... I'm I'm gonna be impressed when you can actually like track someone's face on one of these billboards. Mm-hmm and then spray paint someone else's face or like a clown or Trace something like it. actual yes. tagging you know well, right. and that, yeah well, that's and what
0: it's made it sound as like epic vandalism and then it's just like i thought it like was like scheduled to do something on, i don't right know. or multiple spray nozzles different
1: colors yeah, I'm, I'm a little creative what's banksy's drone look like right <laughs> yeah. that's what i want to know so yeah they're so probably steampunk of some sort i I (laughs) mean
2: it's interesting like i can see the potential there but i also hate the fact that i just see so much regulation raining down on us as as people start doing stuff yeah yeah, i mean there's already been enough issues with people flying over like no fly zones and airports and stuff now you have people vandalizing property it's like it's gonna you're gonna have to have licenses and all Ah. kinds
1: of rigmarole to get get i i hope not i i uh i really don't know where the regulation is going to go i do believe that um you know the likes of amazon and and some pretty good lobbying groups are going to protect at least (laughs) a subset of that right uh but who knows i mean there was a dude that flew a drone over the white house right yeah i think it was like a uav though so like I think I think of I mean some people see them as the same thing, right like when I think of UAV it's like a it's like a missile.
2: Unfortunately to the public, a UAV and a drone are pretty much synonymous with one another. Right. Which means that everyone's gonna be That's what they drones. So that
1: there's there's not a ton of exposure to the common populace of what the difference between a DJI Phantom is and what we're using as, you know, drone strikes in the Middle East kind of situation so yeah i would say education uh, as always is probably a pretty healthy component in these discussions but anyway so but there's more drone news over yet, there's so. more
0: drone news that kind of like piggybacks off that of where the regulations come in and that's lily uh, yes which is is like uh I don't like
1: what, how do they even classify It's amazing. So, Lily is basically a super user friendly drone, but the cool thing about the Lily is that it's an auto follow. Uh, yeah. And I have been seeing this technology pop up very commonly. Um, it's just at the verge of being uh, something that they're putting in kind of commercial products, which Kickstarter has actually got a pretty good beat on. You know, once you see some of these big things. That's kind of what pushes it into the market. But yeah. you, you realize throw,
2: this has existed for years, right? Right. Did you ever play the original Zelda? What do you think Navi was? <laughs>
1: You're not wrong. You're not. No, Navi wasn't, like, filming you. What, well, was well, she you know <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so the lily is cool because you literally throw a lily up in the air. You've got yeah. a, a beacon, right? You've yeah, got you, you have a little beacon. GPS
0: round beacon, uh, kind and of a so, controller. yeah. yeah.
1: And and so it just follows you around. What you know, this is kind of like a skateboarding, stream, skateboarding skateboarding, stream, Doing yeah. skiing, like wakeboarding. Well, they have it on oh, the water. Yeah, ah, yeah they, it's yeah, it's waterproof yeah. as well. So totally. like, if you
0: throw it in and you it, like, it can it can take on. Uh, they they do it with like kayaking, so it's going down like a river yeah. and stuff. This so. is this
1: is gonna be I, the next GoPro esque thing. I think. It, I wonder if we could keep up with the skydiver. It's no, Not
0: it, no. It's tw- I, I believe it's twenty four miles an hour. OK, uh-huh. but uh, I actually watched like then I, I stumbled upon another video of uh, someone uh, doing an article of like, let's actually see it in action. And it's like not as far as the video on the site, like kind right. of see it, which makes sense. But like because they're they're shooting for uh, this time next year that it will be right. ready. It's However, very early project, very early project. But like the price intrigues me so much. So 500 bucks pre order right now until like June 20th after that it'll incrementally work itself up to the retail price of $1000 like
2: yeah so i but mean still...
1: let's let's take a moment here and do some due diligence this is a kickstarter project mm. and it is a hardware project <laughs> so when when we can't even get like an up3 by jobo within you know and that's that's like an established company um, they were yeah. six months late on their stuff so uh i was talking to willis about this yeah one of our friends um over at proof uh i guess not it's, proof it's anymore co-pi- it's... it's copilot, copilot. yeah uh, dev copilot and uh, at the think they accelerator, and, and he did bring up a good point it's like why can't we just get these hardware projects it seems like it's very easy sorry it's becoming easier to get a public campaign around a hardware project right. but hardware is one of the hardest it's still things. more difficult
2: than people think yeah. it's, it's just because you get insane. a bunch of money in the door oh, like let right. say nine million dollars yes you still run into manufacturing
1: deadlines so pebble is probably the only company that's been really good yep. about certainly from the kickstarter camp, yeah uh that's been as popular um to have a but big i think i think they
0: set work. their expectations quite well i think when they the did. original kickstarter came out they're like this is a year out or whatever, you're not getting it for a year or whatever. Well, now that's their latest the campaign, they too. like nailed down all those. You know, they buttoned up their stuff, and they're like, "Hey, once the campaign ends, you're gonna get it like within a couple months."
2: But that I line. mean, that's because they've been around the
1: block once right, or right? Twice. Yeah, yeah, they they had like you know advisors from Tesla. They right. were already in the manufacturing, you know, vein, so they had all that planned out. I I don't remember specifically. They may have even had. The funds, tooling, and all that other stuff done before they went on their campaign it, and used it for exposure.
2: Experience counts a lot in this department, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that you wouldn't necessarily get a drone. And you know, depending on how accurate that footage was or realistic, or, yeah, um, they, they may be
1: pretty close to it and have a good idea of what they're doing. But you always have to keep that level of skepticism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kickstarter is is kind of in some ways it's it's a weird paradigm because mm-hmm. you're you're basically a founder in a company that you don't get equity in. And you're at the whim of a first-run product. In a lot of ways, it doesn't make any sense. Um, It's kind of a patronage. It's the modern or contemporary patronage system for products. Uh, We do cool stuff like board games and... You know, when, uh, when... I actually, yeah, I'm getting
0: uh, uh, my brand deck here. Uh, me soon. too, me too. Did oh, you yeah, get yeah. the not not safe for work? I one? I changed my order of, to the not safe of for course. work. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so like, I think Kickstarter is brilliant for those types of things. I,
0: I think, but, yeah, uh, for indie indie
1: uh, uh, artists, or creatives or, for or games or and stuff games like that. Right?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. But we digress. So Lily is a cool little drone, follows you around. It's kind of an action camera. Um, What's the battery life on something like this? I I,
2: I don't know. Uh, I I think it was 20 minutes. So
1: that's actually pretty common in the drone.
2: It seemed pretty accurate, especially for its size. So, yeah,
0: yeah, so it'd be 20 minutes. Uh, They did say that they are like it's non-swappable batteries to help protect, like to keep it waterproof, essentially. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. so wow, that that sweet. that will be kind of a big uh, a big piece of that because 20 minutes like if on you're... a 500 product but think about it. if it's tracking at like 24 miles an hour if yeah. you, if it's like 20 minutes based on 24 oh, miles be an able hour we'll
2: swap like... it on, get it right back up. That's well, like,
1: and, yeah. and to be fair for a production studio what, these are the same price as a gopro yeah as a production house i would have multiple, ones, multiple. and yeah. i would have oh you have i would to. have you know four or five of them charged right. and just shoot all day yep. mm-hmm. so i i mean i could see that working out
0: uh, yeah definitely definitely so
1: okay so it's it's that time again folks that wonderful time that we have what's up with me Elon musk do we trust him I, I think we do. Do you trust him? I trust him. Would you trust him with your life? I trust him with everything. He's our honor. In Musk, he can have my we money. trust. He takes in my Musk, money. <laughs> in Musk, we trust. In All Musk. right, so what's the latest in the Musk camp? Uh, it's been probably, what, two weeks now? It's, And yep. uh, since we had our last Glow Pixel episode, and of course Musk is always busy, mm. uh, and we've got the Power wall. So this is one of the things we've talked about quite frequently is musk's play for the home and turning tesla into a battery company so t-ray do you want to talk a little bit about the power
0: yeah so uh two two and a half weeks ago elon took the stage uh introducing the Powerwall, which is a sleek beautiful battery system for your home uh, to help store the solar energy uh, that he's kind of in play with, with Solar SolarCity, uh, one of his companies that Google, uh, as we mentioned a few episodes back, invested like a $100 million or something. His, uh,
1: his cousin runs that one too. It's a family thing. It's,
0: it's a family thing. And so uh, he took the stage, kind of introduced this thing, and uh, I, I love the response from everyone. Everyone, people that don't know Elon, you know, don't know how to like, they're like, Oh, he's South African. Oh, he, oh, he's very like, like, so he speaks very differently than like CEO types that are like pitching a product. And he's just very humble and he just presents it out at like, Here it is. And so he he got up there and said, Hey, I have this really cool thing for your home called the Powerwall, uh, and it's only three thousand dollars. And it will power your home essentially, Um, and then he went on to say, "We have in the works bigger ones to run enterprise type um, Mm -hmm. situations." And uh, I, like I said, I love the conversation around because everyone was just like, "Wow!" He just, he just like, without even wanting to drop the mic, he dropped the mic. He was just (laughs) like,
1: he was just like, (laughs) he's just so baller. He's like, this isn't even the coolest thing I'm doing, so. guess what so, so i i will say that for for folks who aren't uh yet familiar with the power wall this is for homes who have solar power in their homes this is just the the storage capacitor uh and you can chain them up they're they're very sleek they look like really cool shields um, he means and, it to uh, be
0: like a almost like a piece of art in your it, home it does right?
1: look it, it's very well designed it's gorgeous and so when you already have solar powers attached to your house um, these are high uh, capacity, high efficiency batteries, um, best in the business, um, yeah. and uh, that's what you actually do. And
0: and, and for people that don't understand, like solar, or, like looked into it at all, hardly. You know, essentially, you put solar panels on your roof and then grab like car batteries, essentially, and hook it up. Yep. And so it's like right. deep and just yeah. like I. In fact, I have a, um,
1: a. And so that's kind of this play. I have a solar panel right here. And so the that's only difference there. of it is, of course I do. Like, <laughs> and the only thing that it really has is there's just a charge controller, and then this guy just literally, I would go to Walmart, pick up a deep cycle battery, maybe a marine battery, something, and it just stores the charge. So, I mean, the panel just absorbs it. So that's that's the only thing that this is doing. Um, but again, it's, it's world-class batteries, high efficiency, high capacity. Well, and, and you can chain them together. In a way that is super. If you super need simple. a lot of them,
2: yeah. Which I think most totally. people don't.
1: You can power your house it's, with this stuff.
2: It's got a good price point. I mean, they. It's mm-hmm. the, the battery itself is about three thousand dollars. They have installation costs yes. associated with it as well. Well,
1: you you could. I think you can install them. Yourself. Yeah,
0: the installation cost actually comes around the solar panels itself. Yeah. Uh, yes. So.
1: So you're you're looking at about uh, eight grand. They they're they're estimating five grand for installation. So, yep. but but I mean, the the kind of starter solar kit is probably around twenty or so.
2: Yeah, I've I, 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 I figured around twenty thousand. Yeah. But you got to think; I mean, you are essentially getting yourself off the grid. There, yeah. At that point, there are very few cases where you might actually need to to hook back into a power plant or something, right? Um, so, I think for a lot of people, that that amount of efficiency, that twenty thousand dollar investment, has a huge payoff. Well, and then and then the big thing is, let's take a step back
0: out of the American terms where power is easy to come by, uh, you know, these were also built for the third world countries that don't have uh, power, you know? Right, and so exactly. it's, it's that play as well, which is, you know, it's intriguing that they can build something and be like, even the richest and poorest people of America <laughs> can afford it. And so can the kids in Zimbabwe, <laughs> I threw out a country that could be really wrong. They could have a power plant there. I don't know.
1: Well, and the cool thing about these high-capacity batteries, too, that people don't realize, is that once you're able to actually power your entire home, you can actually sell that energy to the energy. Yeah, company.
2: excess energy. You can so sell you can actually. Yeah.
1: This is almost a business it's money maker. Uh, yeah, and and this allows you to do that more efficiently. Um, so that's that's all we have for the uh, the Tesla Powerwall. Did we yep. have one other thing about Elon Musk? I felt like we did. Uh, I I oh yes, yes, yes. I do remember oh. what it was. We've talked about this before, but it's just—it's official that the thirty-five thousand-dollar model is coming out, mm. and um, it sounds like that announcement will happen in two thousand sixteen and ship the in twenty seventeen yep, right. model. So it
0: blows me away. Three thousand dollars for this battery pack—they're
1: sold out till next year. Thirty-eight thousand yep. units yes. sold within yes. two so weeks. The pre-orders, yeah, and pre insane. Yeah. So I Okay, so that's that's pretty much the show, T-Ray. That's
0: Bye. it. For everyone watching, thank you so much. Uh, now you can listen to it through SoundCloud uh, as well as Stitcher. Uh, is it right? Stitcher? Yep, that's uh, right. I it's said it and it didn't sound right. Uh, and Stitcher. Uh, make sure to check those out. And uh, more to come from the Blown Pixel Boys here soon.
1: There you go. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. And we will see you whenever we see you next. <laughs> Hang up and try again.